It's Monday, January 15th, and you're listening to Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto. Good morning. I'm Gabrielle Hilti, and this is Morning Mixtape News. The top stories of today, right now. A sum after Israel marks 100 days of war in Gaza. Details on the recent escalation with strikes in Yemen and South Africa's genocide case against Israel. In Ontario, some Service Ontario locations are closing and moving inside staple stores as kiosks. The Ford government plans to finance the shift with taxpayer money. And in the U.S., the beginning of the Republican presidential nomination. Former President Trump is the likely victor, coming in with a nearly 30-point lead. Then, new volunteer Phoebe joins with a good news segment. And after, sports and today's weather forecast round off the show. Let's look at the headlines. Sunday marked 100 days of the war on Gaza by Israel after the attack by Hamas fighters on October 7th of 2023. The Guardian and others report the bombing by Israel in the besieged Gaza Strip is set to continue. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said in a Sunday TV address that the war against Hamas would continue, quote, until the end, until total victory. Al Jazeera and others report close to 24,000 people have been killed in Gaza since October 7th. The attack by Hamas killed around 11,000 people in Israel, with around 240 more taken hostage. The statements by Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu come amidst increasing escalation in the Middle East. CBC News and others report the United States and the United Kingdom launched airstrikes against Houthi forces in Yemen on Thursday. The strikes, supported by some Western allies, including Canada, targeted the Houthi movement in the Red Sea. The Houthis have been attacking ships in the economically vital waterway. They cast it as part of a campaign in support of Palestinians under siege by Israel in Gaza. The Guardian reports that the U.S. has since carried out more strikes on the Houthis in Yemen, as the group vowed a, quote, strong and effective response. Apart from the recent escalation in violence, the situation has also developed, with South Africa bringing a case of genocide against Israel. At the International Court of Justice, ICJ, in The Hague, Netherlands, South Africa argued last week that Israel's war in Gaza was genocide. One of the lawyers said, quote, This killing is nothing short of destruction of Palestinian life. The Guardian reports that evidence of war crimes included using starvation as a weapon and various dehumanizing statements made by Netanyahu and other Israeli ministers. Lawyers for Israel argued that South Africa was guilty of supporting Hamas and accused South Africa of presenting a, quote, profoundly distorted view of hostilities. The BBC reports it will likely take years for the final decision by the court. Within the next few weeks, however, it could issue provisional measures. South Africa appealed for nine of these, including a call on Israel to, quote, immediately suspend its military operation in and against Gaza. As the crisis continues to deepen, the court, however, has little power of enforcement. In Ontario, the government is closing some Service Ontario locations and moving them into staple stores as kiosks. First reported by City News, at least 11 locations in southern Ontario will be closed and replaced. The full list available online includes a location in Toronto, along with ones in Mississauga, Hamilton, Newmarket, London, and more.
Doug Ford's provincial government says the deal to shift some service Ontarios into staple stores was a sole source deal and was not put up to tender. This means that other companies were not able to openly bid on the contract. Sources on Friday told City News that the Ford government plans to use taxpayer money to retrofit the staple stores that will get new service Ontario kiosks. An exact dollar amount is not known and the government did not respond to requests for comment. Job postings related to the new Service Ontario kiosks at Staples are now online. One posting for a regional service manager says the right candidate will be responsible for, quote, monetization of Service Ontario traffic. Members of opposition parties are concerned about the lack of transparency around the deal. Green Party Ontario leader Mike Schreiner called it, quote, Yet another example of the Ford government putting backroom deals before everyday Ontarians. The government and responsible ministry say the changes are part of a pilot project aimed to reduce the costs of delivering government services and improve customer experience. In the United States, the road to a Republican challenger to President Joe Biden starts with the Iowa caucuses. NBC News reports former U.S. President Trump to be the likely victor coming in with a polling lead close to 30 points. Republican voters will head out to locations across the state to cast their votes around 7 p.m. It's the first contest of the Republican presidential nomination for the upcoming U.S. election in November. Candidates other than Trump are expected to have slim chances. They include former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, and entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy. The Associated Press reports that frosty weather with snow and chills feeling as low as minus 40 Celsius could make the unrepresentative process even more so. The state's population is wider, more rural, and evangelical than the rest of the U.S. This was part of the reasoning the Democratic nomination process has shifted from starting in Iowa over to South Carolina on February 3rd in search of a more diverse state. Ahead of the Republican caucus in Iowa, the candidates continue to travel across the state for campaign stops in the frigid temperatures. Trump told his supporters to get out and vote no matter what the circumstances, and said, quote, even if you vote and then pass away, it's worth it. Results are expected around 8.45 p.m. Switching from the headlines to our daily segment, I'll hand it over to first-time host Phoebe, who has a good news segment on the ready. Hello, my name is Phoebe, and you're listening to the Good News segment of the Morning Mixtape News. This story comes right from the Good News Network. The story begins 30 years ago with a six-year-old girl named Crystal and a man named Dave Polin. According to the Good News Network, Dave was a hospital driver for one of the charities serving Shriners Children's Hospital in St. Louis, Missouri. His job was to help out families who don't live close to the hospital and can't afford to either relocate or constantly make trip for treatment. Crystal was born with a condition called amniotic band syndrome. Because of this condition, Crystal needed treatment for her leg, with the possibility of amputation. She was sent to Shriners Children's Hospital in Missouri. Crystal lived two states over in Indiana, and her parents couldn't afford to be driving her there and back often. Volunteer hospital driver Dave drove three hours to pick Crystal up, going through Illinois, then halfway through Indiana. Once he picked Crystal up, he drove back, halfway through Indiana, through Illinois, and into Missouri, which is another three hours. Dave and Crystal talked the entire time and became friends. Crystal ended up being all right, adjusting to life with a prosthetic leg. 
Their friendship lasted for years after that, with Dave even being invited to Crystal's wedding. Eventually, though, Dave got sick. According to the article, doctors diagnosed him with end-stage renal failure, which is another way of saying kidney failure. His options were limited, go on dialysis or receive a new kidney. If he went for the option of a new kidney, it may take up to five years for him to receive it, so he decided to go on dialysis. Dave told Crystal about his situation, as Crystal's husband had gotten a liver transplant that had gone on to save his life. The conversation gave Crystal an idea. She had two working kidneys and a blood type matching Dave's. She could possibly give him one of her kidneys. According to the article, she said, the kidney belongs to him, whenever he decides to take it. Dave had some reservations about this plan. Crystal was at this point a mom of three with a full-time job. Crystal, however, was persistent. She was offering him one of her kidneys and according to Dave, wouldn't take no for an answer. After a year in dialysis, Dave eventually accepted the kidney transplant. This was in May of 2023. The Good News Network reports that Crystal never quite understood why Dave was so dedicated to volunteering and helping others. There is one thing that she does understand, however. If I was born with one leg so I could give my kidney to Dave, then so be it. Dave has also been confirmed to be happy and healthy. He feels good and is very thankful to Crystal. I have to say, it's a sweet story all around. Definitely one that picked me up, so I hope it does the same for you. From Met Radio, I'm Phoebe. Thank you, Phoebe. Sports update before the weather. The Toronto Raptors play tonight against the Boston Celtics here in the city at 7.30 p.m. Raptors trying to right the ship from a three-game losing skid. Looking at the weather, it is cold outside with a high of minus 10 and a low of minus 14. Skies are clear though, and the day is mostly sunny. It feels like minus 20 with the wind this morning, going out to a wind chill of minus 16 this afternoon. Temperatures stay cold the whole week, so make sure to bundle up. That's everything for today. For Met Radio, 1280 AM in Toronto, I'm your host, Gabrielle Hilti. We'll be back tomorrow.